episode of the Sports Fusion. I'm your host, Harm, as always. Next to me is a genius called Rich. Introduce yourself to the people once again. What's going on, everybody? And we have another wonderful fantasy episode for you guys. Anybody who's fantasy football heads like us, um, we're excited that the football season is coming. And the fact that you're only about a couple weeks away from actually drafting your fantasy team. Now, before we actually get into rankings or statistics or all those fun stuffs to help you draft your team. One thing that we wanted to touch on is the people that's actually in your draft. Now, you have the people who are serious about it. People who do it for fun. People who do it just because they want to say they're doing it. And then you have the people that just draft the teams out of idiocy and because they are fans of those teams. Like drafting your favorite QB in the second round of your fantasy draft just because you love the player so much. Even though you drafted him about, oh, I don't know, 10 rounds too early? One of those guys. Or you have the overthinkers who think they know the room better than anyone else. And they decide, let's go draft a guy four rounds early because they have, quote unquote, a hunch about certain things. What are some drafters you kind of hate? Let me tell you something. This one irks my nerves. But... But I do have a list of people and attitudes I can't stand during drafting. Well, let me let, let me just say this. We we sometimes we, we do live drafts with our leagues. And the live drafts, all the characters they come out. You know, but it sometimes you start seeing people's personalities come out, even if you're doing an online draft, um, especially if you know the guys or the girls in your league. Um, you'll, they'll, they'll start doing crap. But the, one of the things that irk me is the trash talkers. I, 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 I sincerely hate the trash talkers. You, you could talk mess. There's, 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 there's no bad thing about talking mess. You could talk trash, but, 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 but don't talk trash if you've never won. If you've, if you've never actually won a championship. Now, you could beat me one-on-one. No problem. But if you've never gotten to the end of a year and actually won a fantasy football championship, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear your mouth. I don't want to hear you boast on how good your team is, how you, how, how you draft better than everybody else. You could eat a big one. You know what, man? There's a dude like that in every league that's never won a championship but talks the most smack and looks at people like, why would you draft that guy? Why would you draft that guy? What are you thinking about? What's wrong with you? And you've, have you won a playoff game? <laughs> you have you those dudes in every draft. Yo, every league you have some dude like that, man. God. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> right, let me tell you something. You, I, I, as I said, I, I'm not, I don't have thin skin. That's cool. You talk trash to me all you want. When the when the season starts and at the end of the year, I break even 
or I'm collecting your money. <laughs> and you're still talking trash next year. I'm going to smack you with a bag of pennies. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's what that's when you really petty. When you actually count the change and you put down $150, but then you you hear it all in coins. That's if you just want to be salty. I'm going to smack you with a bag of your own pennies you just gave me. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, um, I don't really have another guy that I hate more than probably that guy. I know I introduced the the guy that drafts the guy that they love before everyone else. But in, uh, in reality... You only hate that guy if you're a real snob. And I, sometimes I do consider myself a snob when it comes to fantasy. Because then it's like you're kind of cheating. You're kind of cheating the game for the people who are smarter and doing their actual homework when it comes to fantasy football. But um, you actually have to love those guys if you're playing in your draft because it just leaves you with one extra. Well, not one extra. It, it leaves you with one less guy that you have to guy or gal that you have to compete with. So it, you know, fresh meat isn't bad. Pause. But fresh meat in a in a fantasy setting really helps you out though, because you one you need guys to fill in your league. Two, if it's a paid league, you know, it, it just makes it a, just one step easier. However, if you want to be a snob about it, and sometimes I can be a snob about it, you want to have as much competition as possible. So you want to make sure that some people, the people at any league, know what they're doing. Of course. Fresh meat is not bad. The, the, the problem I have is when you're, you're just playing it because you see everybody else playing it. Don't, don't One person that drafts terribly in a league can ruin a draft it can or, but it also can help it in such a way but you know what though if it depends if you're drafting before or after that person it helps you tremendously it ruins the rest of the draft but the two people that are sandwiched into the person who feels like you have no idea what they're doing with life when they draft their fantasy football team they're good <laughs> <laughs> they're the guys that they're, they're the guys and gals that are good. So those other nine or nine or seven people, depending on your draft or whatever, they're the ones that screwed. Well, no. Uh, again, the dude that let me tell you. First of all, let's get this straight. The person that always ends up coming into a draft that never know what they're doing. That 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 person that you're describing is usually the lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the number one hated person. The number one hated person. I, I, I've been into hundreds of fantasy football drafts, thousands. I hate the lucky people. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them with a passion. <laughs> I, I, I hate that guy that drafts Eli Manning in the second round and turns around <laughs> and at the end of the year got Jay Ajayi uh, some way somehow. And and makes the playoff and, and, and has T Y Hilton. Always in contention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always in contention. And you're like, no, there's no way in hell in the beginning of the year that this guy make the playoffs. But but you know the funny thing about that is when you make the playoffs, like 
it, it almost validates what they were doing. <laughs> they got there the wrong way. It does. It, it, it does. It does. <laughs> but but it does. but how can you say it's wrong if they make the playoffs? It's it's it's, it's like you. That, that's you, a funny you thing. Into a eighty-eight. It's like jumping into a 95 Honda Accord and getting in NASCAR. And, and then somehow you win Brickyard. No. No. No, is that supposed to happen? Well, you know, it probably would happen more because all of those cars would end up crashing. <laughs> and that's what has to happen to your fantasy team. The rest of the teams has to, like, crash and burn before then you can exactly. actually, you know, get in there. Exactly. And I'm sorry, man. Uh, lucky people, I can't stand. It. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. But when you don't come in with a plan, and and you spend so much time listening to guys like me that tell you, hey, AJ Green is gonna be phenomenal. This guy is gonna be great, and that you don't do any homework and you walk into a league, and then all of a sudden you're just drafting probably and and that's another person i hate the auto drafter the guy that just drafts the best man mm, up. I, yeah. I, I i sincerely hate that person. damn the uh, wow yeah the auto drafter my god because cause I, I it kind of like it was like there was no thought they were like okay let me just follow let me just follow let me just follow but to be honest with you most people follow that philosophy yes, yes. when they first enter fantasy leagues and you don't know what you're doing they go to auto draft, but I will respect that more than, hey, I love my team, I love my player, let me draft them early. I'd rather that than that dude. Well, that's the fan. That's the fan. The the fan. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. Let let me say that because uh, I, I found myself being a fan. There's last, some last there's year. some fans that I just want to slap silly because yeah, they, they don't make any sense. I, I, took, I took Odell Beckham in a lot of fantasy leagues last year, um, and I took him top three. And Well, and he was going think, top three, so it, that made sense. But you're the well, genius, Rich, back, so I that, that, I mean, like, even with your fandom, you still use your brain, so that, that, that doesn't count. It's like, well, well, no, it, it's Odell. That's fine. But even, even though I should have said David Johnson is on the board, take David Johnson. Everything inside me said David Johnson or Ezekiel Elliott. Everything inside me said, but my fandom wouldn't let me. And I made that mistake last year. But when you're that much of a fan to take Eli Manning in the second <laughs> round. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Uh, just, I, just a, just a sidebar, just a sidebar for the audience. This actually happened in real life. Yeah, so yeah, much I, so that I, when we had our live draft, the waitress was laughing. Everybody around was laughing. They were like, "Oh my god, what the hell did that person do?" Like that. That was a legitimate true story. But continue. <laughs> I, I don't. I, listen, man. I don't care if you're in a two quarterback league PPR. I I, I can care less if if you're in a ten man league. Uh, well, uh, or 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 in a twenty-man league, Eli Manning does not go in the second round. Uh, of course not. He he does not go. He does not go over Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, he, he does not. Does does not go over Tom Brady. <laughs> no. Even though last year Brady served the suspension in the beginning of the year, and he was still worth it. Right. He right. he was still he, worth he it. He does not go over Drew Brees. No. 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 Me personally. 
when I thought about last year, I was not taking Eli Manning over Jameis Winston. I wasn't taking Eli over Matt Ryan. But but this is my thought. These are my this is my. Brain. But I mean, I, th- I knew, that's that's a little different than second, over jumping by anybody's anybody's logic that had some semblance of a brain at the time. Yeah, but regardless of that, even though the guy ended up with the worst record in the league, still. He he took, by luck, a lot of people out of playoff contention. Well, I mean, look, if you run into guys that are hot at certain times of the year, you're going to win some games. Uh, I mean, he had Jay Ajayi and T.Y. Hilton, and those guys can win you some, some weeks by themselves. Yep. I mean, Le'Veon Bell last year had like almost damn near 60 points. In a standard league, like certain leagues, he was giving you like a hundred something points. But they're they're just dudes who are great that will just win you weeks. And if you have some of those dudes on your team, there's nothing you could do. Like you're just gonna have to take that L, even though you know that L that L could stand for lucky. But at the end of the day, it stands for your loss. You just have to like when when dudes are lucky the way you said it was. Um, you you have to understand when there's there's nothing much you can do besides laugh <laughs> unless unless he played against you and you just have to take that L. But once you once you have people like that, you just have to you just have to shake your head because at the end of the day, fantasy isn't a guarantee. Like fantasy is does have some type of skilled luck. That's why it's not considered um part of the it wasn't considered gambling in certain states because it takes certain skill in order to play this. And now that it's being recognized across other states, you know, there's some skill and there's some luck. And if you do enough skill, luck will run in. You will have enough good luck unless you run into a ton of injuries where you can't stop. But lucky people, like, yo, lucky people happen all the time, man. <laughs> like, lucky people happen all the time. And, if, and to be honest with you, like, if you make the playoffs for several years doing the same thing, you're not going to try to do something else. Because maybe that's just your mojo. Maybe that's just your mojo. I just hope to be drafting in like ahead or behind the person. Because then you know that your team will be stacked. Because you wouldn't have to worry about all this other stuff. The only thing that you have to worry about is that whole auto-drafter thing. Because then you have a set oh, yeah. order of skills. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Now, I, w- I was just going to say I agree with you. But it's still a bull in the china shop. And, <laughs> and, Damn, I haven't had reference forever. <laughs> and, and the guy that comes out, picks random people, still ends up winning. I got to call bull. Because when people work hard... <laughs> To, 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 to predetermine who's going to come out on top. And then all of a sudden, Joe Schmo, out of the blue, picks up, I don't know, uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. And then Dalvin Cook rushes for 1,800 yards. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> but, or, or, or he picks up um, Tavon Austin. And you're like, oh, Tavon Austin hasn't done anything all year. And this guy takes him in the third round. And you're laughing. All of a sudden, Tavon Austin has a 1,600-yard year. No. 
No, that shit pisses me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that 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 pisses me off the worst. Yeah, um, it it kind of almost makes you feel like they're they're screwing up the draft on purpose. Like like their main purpose in this draft was to ruin the draft, just so people could just say, "Ha, your draft is messed up," or "I'm gonna screw it up, it on, up purpose. on purpose." But I will tell you who screws it up on purpose. The person that you need to watch the most out for is the snake. That guy that predetermines every single player. When he looks at a player, it's it's not it's not a player, it's a commodity. It's a it's more of stock. He doesn't see the player as a person. He sees that player as somebody that can yeah I, I said the right word uh, he sees the player as a commodity and he doesn't just look at his team he looks at everybody else's i will admit i am part snake i was about to say like um that it's pretty genius like, <laughs> like I'm, um <laughs> I'm, I'm part snake uh-huh i i'm part snake i see everybody else's team and i actually gauge each player um Depending on matchups and numbers, and I, 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 I go over different factors. I'm not going to get into it because that's a that's about a two-hour show <laughs> in itself. But I predetermine these things, and I look at strength of schedule, stuff like that. Then I make trades based off of that. So if I make a trade with you or anybody else, that player I'm trading for, you might say, oh man, or I'll give you an example. When I tried to trade Golden Tate, I knew Golden Tate was having an easier strength of schedule in the final part of the year. And just for kicks and fun, I tried to trade him to everybody. And nobody took Golden Tate. And this was around the time Golden State just Golden Tate blew up and started having 100 yard receiving games. So I'm like, okay, nobody's paying attention. So I started making even more ridiculous trades. And people started taking them. So I said, okay, no problem. People pay attention to the wrong thing. That's why I I know I'm part snake, but it's all right. Yeah, but that's a little that's a little different than the drafter of the snake. I mean, if you if you're talking about like trading and you're like, damn, well, we can't trade you this player, or people are just so intimidated by like, damn, what the hell is what the hell is wrong with, with his player? Why is he selling him so high? Then they like back out because they like, damn, um, damn, is 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 Rich gonna like jerk me in this trade? What happened to this player? W- what am I doing? And then like, it's too good for them, so they don't even try. That's a little different than the than the drafter, because in at draft day, you could be the guy that won't pay attention to your team, but you'll pay attention to the other team, and you'll be like, okay, this guy doesn't have enough running backs. Let me draft one now so he's screwed. <laughs> yeah, if you're that type of that. snake. Sometimes I I won't do that. That that is something I I won't do because there's there's enough running backs and enough receivers to go around for everybody. But um, but you can be a snake in drafts as well. Um, for example, dynasty dynasty drafts when people um start to trade um, they they trade picks during yeah. dynasty drafts. You know, you you got to be real careful. I mean, they do that. They do that in uh, standard and PPR and uh, auction leagues too. They they yeah. they they trade picks as long as, as long as everybody's okay with it. I mean, or you know, if it's just a commissioner ruled uh, 
trading, then it really yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. So we trade in picks this year. Hey, I'm not. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I give you. I give you the third round for the second. I, I'm down. Like, I don't have a problem trading picks. Like I, I, I really don't have any problem trading picks. Um, just to give you some full disclosure, uh, in in our league that we do, I usually try to give like a majority rules kind of deal, so that. Um, six people have to approve a trade or something like that in order for a trade to go through just to make sure that it was fair to everybody and to make sure that enough people are paying attention. Well, I can't say six people have to approve a trade. Six people have to kind of deny a trade in order for it to go down. Usually it's about four people have to deny a trade or, or something like that. But if half the people don't like the trade, then the trade doesn't go through pretty much. But, uh, you know, to kind of go back to what you were saying about um, uh, about your nice little crap. What the hell were you saying, man? You said so much stuff, genius. I don't know what the hell you were talking about. It, c- it kind of feels bad because I, I kind of like I kind of drifted away into the season and I got excited that I forgot what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what are you tell? What are you talking about? Um, what like the drafters? Yeah, you you went into you you went into talking about um how people were drafting and uh you went into something and then I just I just thought about the season and I just get excited and then I'm like damn I, I you just made me think about like drafting my team like right now. All I'm saying is I will take advantage of you if I see a weakness. If 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 I absolutely see that your team needs a running back and all your running backs are dead, I will play free agency. I will collect who I have to collect. I will make you an offer. But with that, that's 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 during the season. We're we're talking about drafting. Yeah. I'm gonna say one one person that kinda gets under my skin is the person that picks first. What? I hate the person that picks first. The hell this is but it's random most times though. I hate it. I still hate it. I, I, I still hate it. I, and, and you know what? And you know what? Generally speaking, it's always the same two, three or four people that usually get top hits. And, and I, I think that's what irks me the most. It's like I'm, I'm, all, I'm never at the top. I'm always like somewhere at five or six. But I'm never drafting number one. Well, last year you did pick three. It's pretty three. damn high. But but we're not talking about our league. We're talking about everybody else's. Yeah. So if you got if 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 you got that guy and, and you know exactly who that person is, that's always picking number one or number two. That is annoying. Sorry. <laughs> it, it, it's annoying. You know what though? I'd rather pick at the end of the draft than at the beginning. Cause that first wraparound to me is just golden. And just having a wraparound in general, just knowing that, okay, this is what I have to do. Then I can just look at the draft and bam, bam. Then I can just look at the draft and just keep going. Like that to me, you get to pay more attention. You you get to like relax and get back. And then you're able to think a little bit longer because you have two picks, not just one. You don't have to think too hard, but you do have to think ahead. 
And you think about guys that you wouldn't take, but you kind of have to take because it's a wraparound. You're like, okay, I like this guy. Take him a little early, but you know what? I got a wraparound. If it doesn't work, I have another chance to do it. That part I'm cool with. Well, this here is a little different. Um, if anybody's paying attention to any of the drafts, um, if you're in, let's say, a 12-man standard like um, we usually play or, or, or even if you're in a 12-team PPR, um, this year, if you're paying attention, the middle of the draft is kind of where you want to be. Um, I, I see a lot of people, I've done a lot of mocks, the first pick uh, usually are given um, either, either Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson. Um, you, I, that, that's what I'm seeing usually is like the, the, the first pick overall. But like the real meat gets to like the fifth or the sixth pick and then the wraparound comes around. But, but we'll get into that on, on other episodes. Mm. One other person... I want to talk about a type of drafter. And sometimes, I, I'm going to say this. We're, we're both guilty for this one. But the drafters who draft, right? Or or the drafters who watch you draft and start giving fantasy football advice during the draft. <laughs> I, I don't have no issues with anyone giving me advice. But please, shut the hell up. They might be doing that just to psych you out, though. The snake. <laughs> <laughs> they might be saying, you know what? Maybe why don't you, why don't you take um, Danny Woodhead third round? You know, he probably would be getting, like, he'd probably be getting most of the work. They're probably going to be passing it down. And you know what? It sounds good at face value. Then you realize, holy crap, what am I doing? Am I actually really going to draft Danny Wood at the third round? Like certain certain things like that, they just like throw into your head and then you, you kind of shake your head. It may sound good at the time and you may be so like involved in the draft that it just kind of throws you off. Mm -hmm. Like you may hate those guys. I mean, to me, I just laugh it off. I'm like, all right, you could draft that dude all you want to. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, but like that 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 little potion don't work on me though. <laughs> but I but that that dude does get a little annoying. Uh yeah. just like just like the dude near the end of the draft that just says screw it and well not even the end of the draft. That just just says screw it and decides I'm going to take Justin Tucker at like the 8th round or something like that. Or they get so mad at their draft that they start drafting defenses in like the seventh round or something like that. Like nobody's gonna get them but me, like or some or something like that. Like that kind of that kind of pisses me off a little bit too. But then, but then the same things that they do to piss you off, you can go back and realize, oh, they just left a skill player on the board. Oh, you might have left. You might have left. Um. Stephon Diggs because you were chasing after a defense or a kicker or something like that. And I just scoop up right behind him and just take him up. It could be one of those situations. Then again, it depends on the drafter too. Well, yeah, those things come with inexperience and, and also, again, fandom. Because we know a lot of fans that like to overreach on the Giants' defense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Even though, I, I tell you what, Giants' defense in the 11th round, uh, I... Go for it. I mean, you know, yeah, that's but, cool. Because they, they got a great defense. The, the, the Giants have a great defense. Um, 
but but when you overreach on on certain things like special teams or 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 kickers mm-hmm. um because one one of one kicker in particular people overreach on all the time is uh what's his name uh, justin um, tucker now no it's it well tucker 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 was tucker's gonna be this year last year last was, year i think um, it was tucker too was, was the the patriots kicker oh you're talking about um gostowski yeah gostowski yeah yeah you know people overreach on gostowski and and i'm sorry you could you, a, anybody can pick a kicker in the last round you can pick a kicker in the last round. You you can't really predict if a kicker is gonna have the year of his life. You know, um, Justin Tucker had a special year last year. Um, but will it happen again? Maybe, maybe not. You know, but I don't ever see myself over <laughs> overvaluing Stephen Gostkowski. Um, over over O.J. Howard. Over um. I, I wouldn't even say Samar JP Ryan. I, I I can't. I can't. I, I I can't. I can't choose a kicker over a skill player. Yeah, no. unless your no. team is well. No. Nah, I can't even do it. No. No. I can't even do it. No. Uh, I I I was trying to convince myself otherwise, but a, he did. Justin Tucker did win a lot of leagues yes. last year, including the one we were in. When he was dropping about twenty points, and like, right, like he's obviously the number one kicker. Right. But, but, but the point I'm people are gonna is, overreach for him. But I mean, you don't know if that's gonna happen again. So you you taking Justin Tucker in the eighth round is half baked. I'm not gonna say the R word, but but it's 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 not a good <laughs> it's not a good business decision. It's not, it's not a smart fantasy decision. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's just not. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. you just, you, I, I, just kind of slow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, unless, unless you feel your team is just so stacked I that can't. you getting him won't hurt you. If you feel that you're so confident that you nailed every single pick in your draft, that when you get to the tenth round, you're like, you know what? I killed this draft so much. Let me go get my kicker now. Wow. So for me to do that, I'm going to have to have, and, and this is realistically, I'm going to have to have David Johnson, uh, Jordan Howard. Uh, I'm going to say Hopkins. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to have to say, uh, uh, I, I don't know, Marshawn. I, I'm, I'm going to have to say. Uh, yeah, but see, at I, that I, point. I have to be so solid. You have to you have to have some people that just like missed or like slipped or have like AJ Green in like the third round or something like that, and then you picked him up, and then you have two wideouts that are beasts, two running backs that are beasts. Then you picked up like uh, Gronk maybe slipped or something, or Greg Olson slipped, and then you had like then you had like a great flex, and then you had like. Aaron Rodgers slip or something, or Andrew Luck slip way down, and then you went like, "Oh crap, my team is beautiful." <laughs> then you you had like your three running backs beasts, your three wide receivers beasts, your quarterback is a beast, your tight end is a beast, and then you get to the tenth round, and you're like, "Oh man, I might as well go for a kicker." If you feel your team is like that, but I wouldn't do that risk because I always you always got a ten for 
injuries to occur and wreck your whole team. Because mm. it, yeah, it did, I, it did for me even, last year. Even if my team is beast before before the ninth round, I'm not picking a kicker. Yeah, I, I ain't doing it either. But some people they decide to do it, and some people do it with defenses too. But you know what? There is one exception. If there are some fans, you know, like Patriot fans, if if you're going into your fantasy draft and you want to pick the entire New England Patriots, go ahead. Because to be honest, they might win. <laughs> I don't even know if it's more of a might. They they have. I'm as confident as them winning the Super Bowl as the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA championship. The way they're building their team, like it's it's incredible. Yeah, I, I can see what what because you could draft everybody on their team except the running backs. You could draft you could draft a quarterback, some of the wide receivers, especially the tight end, the defense. Um, the only thing you're not really drafting is running backs. If you could draft right, a coach, so you could draft a damn coach. Draft a coach. You definitely <laughs> drafting a <the> kicker. <laughs> well, definitely Stephen Goskowski. Um. So 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 what? You got Brady, right? You got Gillisley, you got Dion Lewis, right? For now. Uh, Dion Lewis or Rex Burkhead? Yeah, for now. Which one? They they're still on the team for now. No, 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 I'm saying Dion Lewis or Rex Burkhead. Well, right now, according to the reports, Rex Burkhead is going to be staying on the team cuz they just signed no, him. No, no. No, what I'm saying is who would you rather have on your fantasy team? Burkhead because he's going to probably stay on your team because Deion right, Lewis so. looking like he's getting cut. So Burkhead or James White? PPR, definitely James White. Standard, it's a toss-up because they trust James White. And it, and Belichick always goes by game plan only. Okay, so so you got Brady, Gillisley, Burkhead. You got your two receivers in Cooks and uh, I will never Julian say, Edelman. Uh, Edelman. Um, and you got Gronk. Mm-hmm. Um, you got your flex. Who's your flex? Well, it's going to be Edelman. Well, no. Edelman is starting. Edelman is one of oh. your receivers. So you have Cooks and Edelman. You either, you either have to flex Amendola or I'd probably or James flex White. one of the running backs, which would be James White. What, James White? Yeah. Okay, so you flex James White. And then you have their defense and you have... The uh, kicker. And then you have Steven Gaskowski. Yeah, yeah. You, you could probably win your fantasy league. But you're gonna have one week where <laughs> you're gonna have a where week with zero, man. Because <laughs> because they they zero. could they could run the ball with the they could run the ball with Brandon Bolden and just mess your whole team up. Because <laughs> Belichick does not care, he will not care. <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. true. And and you you might have that one that one week where um Tom Brady just throws to Chris Hogan. Danny Amendola. Yeah, Chris Hogan. My God, I forgot about him. Jeez, yeah, that team is too Hogan. stacked. Yeah, anywho. And then Malcolm Mitchell the entire game. Man. <laughs> is it... Then you're screwed. Is it anybody, any drafters that like you still can't stand? Or did we cover them all? I guess we covered the most... We covered mostly all, every, everybody. Man, yeah. Um. Oh, I'm going to say one more drafter. Oh. I hate the drafter that wishes for, for someone's demise or wishes bad luck on anybody else <laughs> what you mean that could be every fantasy player that ever lived no no <laughs> i hate the haters that could be haters, literally everybody stop hating stop hating because you suck 
every single year. Don't hate on nobody else. <laughs> Don't hate on nobody else. I do my job, you do yours. That's it. So, you so your last guy is you hate the hater. I hate the hater. <laughs> hate, hate, hate. Oh my goodness gracious. Hate, hate, hate. All right, folks. Um, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, hey, come on. Next episode, uh, we we're gonna touch on fantasy football a little more. Um, actually, finally going to rankings this time. Um, legitimate rankings, our top ten per positions, and probably go into some more depths and how your nice little mock drafts are going right now in mid July, late July or so. We'll see how that goes, and probably prepare for your fantasy drafts. And if you're man enough, woman enough, or got the cojones to actually draft real early or early August or before the preseason starts. They will give you some advice there also. Um, So don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play. Also check out the sportsfusion.com website. And if you need some fantasy drafters, then we have a professional site that's out there called draftwithprecision.com. You can use the promo code DRAFT and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. And we'll give you straight up and down on-time decision-making. On draft day, we can take over your draft for you if you don't have time to draft. And we have the ability to take control of your fantasy team if you don't have time to run it on Sundays or whatever day that you need a day to have somebody take over your team for you. We are able to do that for you. Now, as your host, Harm, I'll holler at y'all people later. The Genius Rich, take care. Next episode, we're going to take care of some nice top tens and we'll let you know why. And hopefully you enjoyed yourselves like we did. But as fantasy junkies as we are, we can't wait Till this season starts. Later, people. Peace.